Welcome to the MindCare Podcast, where we talk about today's most relevant issues on mental health and wellness. This is episode 10, Will Power. We're your host, JT and Janine. It's been two weeks since we aired episode 9, which was about goal setting for yourself. And now, I think it's really apt to talk about how to stick to it. So I'm taking it you haven't been able to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, I've uh, had my difficulties as well. But luckily, we have with us today our counseling psychologist, Mr. Jose Rafael Duval Santos, who we usually Hi. go to for the latest recommendations on books and podcasts, but of course for counseling clients regarding personal life transitions and more. So thank you so much for joining us today, Sarah. Thank you. And nice to meet everybody who's <laughs> here. <laughs> we understand you're a big fan of some great authors. So oh, great authors is an interesting way to put it because prior to me being a psychologist, I was studying literature and creative writing. Really? But in, yes, but in terms That's of really interesting. Hmm, but in terms of like the literature regarding psychology and like what we're talking about today, uh, motivation and willpower. It's I, I have like three favorite uh, sources that I would go back to. So one is Dr. Kelly McGonagall. She's a health scientist. She's and she's been working on uh, human willpower, human um, like the ability for people to get stuff done. And her book is Willpower Instinct, published in 2011. The other is much, much, a little much older, um, Dr. Carol Dweck. Her work on growth mindset and uh, you know being able, to, especially with children in, in the education sector, she is working towards like it's it's a lot about how people uh, are able to like harness their mindset to get stuff done. So mindset, the new psychology of success, that's one of her um, very important books and the latest in at least the cutting edge in the in, in the field would be Dr. Angela Duckworth's grit about how we are able to, uh, why grit is valuable and how hopefully we can get some ideas on how to harness it and develop it in people. Mm-mm. And actually that would be quite perfect because right now JT and I, and I guess a lot of us are struggling with sticking to our New Year's resolutions. So without further ado, Raf, please sprinkle us with some of your motivational power so we can oh, get through sprinkling. <laughs> so be it. Okay, so a couple of things you have to remember that when we talk about uh, sticking to our resolution, sticking to the things that we want for ourselves, a lot of this work isn't something that I, I'm just going to read a book or I'm going to watch a YouTube video and then ta-da, I'm better at it. It's something that we tend to do in session. It's something that uh, when you talk to a psychologist or a counselor, it's something that it helps you. It's something that you will be working continuously for a bit of a while. So do not expect that after listening to us talk, I know the answer. No, they're not going to have that. Okay. So when we ask ourselves, but it's happened a lot, especially in the pandemic, people have been asking me, I feel I've lost my motivation. I feel lost. I don't know what to do. I feel like I used to be able to do stuff then post-pandemic, I am stuck. I don't know what happened to me. What's changed? And people forget that, first of all, there's more to just, you know, you, there's more. The, the pandemic is a factor. There's no denying that. Second is that we have to remember that to be able to persist through challenges, there's more than just, oh, I want to do this. There's layers to it. So 
Let's talk about some key definitions. There's idea of like the willpower. Willpower in simple terms is your ability to exert effort on yourself to get stuff done. And if you don't have that in particular times, then you won't be able to get anything. You won't be able to hold on to the... And willpower has components, like Dr. McGonagall wrote. There's the idea of the being able to say that I will do something or in the face of temptation to say I won't do something. Like a New Year's resolution, for example, to diet. I won't eat that cheesecake. <laughs> um, or if it's like, I need to go to the gym, I will do the gym. And finally, the idea is, why is it important? I want to do this because like, the meaning you assign, the value you assign, the thing you want to do. Like I, I want to know, like uh, JT, for you, for example, what's like an impulsive want that you've been struggling with this new year? <laughs> There's a lot of things I want to do as a person. Um, I think I'm a very impulsive uh, guy. Sometimes I just want to take a trip. So mm-hmm. I just call up my friend and I pick him up and then we just go for it. We go to the nearby provinces to have lunch or something like that, as in out of the blue. So that's something impulsive. Why is this a bad thing? It sounds like, <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun. Is it, yeah. or, is it more, or is it more of like, I wish... I was more purposeful when I do these things as opposed to carried on by something. Is that is that why it's like you? It's a willpower question for you, JP. Mm, perhaps, perhaps. When we talk about having willpower in terms of like, for example, New Year's resolutions, for me, it's like sometimes I see this really delicious chocolate cake, and then I'm thinking to myself, "Okay, I want this, and I am definitely going to take it because I deserve it," or something like that. I don't know if when it comes to other people with diets, if it's happening to them too. It's okay, Dr. Janine. That's very relatable. And it's, <laughs> it's very relatable. Um, but yes, you are correct. Like when we think about willpower, it's often framed as a like a battle almost, right? We always say, like, I want this, and I have my good reasons for wanting it. The cake is delicious. The trip out with my friends, when my friends ask me to go out, it's fun. I want to do this. But at the same time, we also have other reasons to say no. I have to stick to my diet. I promised that I wouldn't go out. Mm-hmm. I have to observe pandemic rules. I shouldn't go to some random place to eat. We have to be able to consider that there's a, w- a choice between two good things. It's good for mm-hmm. us in the moment, but not in like long-term idea. So It's like a dilemma. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Like just like we've been since we were basically summarizing almost the book, uh, one of the important things we we understand about willpower is like when you're choosing between these good and bad things, it's like it's important to remember and to be like catch ourselves in that moment. Mm-hmm. What of these two things we pause and then we sort of plan out what we want. Like we see that there's an internal conflict, and then we have to decide like which one of the two is more important for us, which is the, the greater value. Because they're both good things. We see cake, we're excited. We want to eat it. We feel hungry when it's not really time to eat. But then to be able to be self-aware and know that, wait, I don't need to eat this now. Mm-hmm. If we're able to be able to pause, we're able to pause ourselves and be able to say like, okay, you know what? I don't need to jump at this cake. I can like get it later after I've done my workout. Yeah, and that's actually quite interesting because when we look at uh, how the human body works, the moment we take time to pause and plan instead of just 
gunning for that cake or, or something, your brain's actually like making some reactions to help regulate and lower things like your heart rate, your blood pressure, breathing and other bodily functions. And it's basically telling you to ra- relax. And I understand that helps with having more willpower. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Hmm. Let's take a different example. In, clin- in clinical practice, sometimes people come to us and say like, I have anger issues. I hmm. lose my temper. I fly out of control. I swear at people. And it's like, why do you need to swear at people? Says I don't. But in this moment, I don't have a lot of control. I, 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 I can't apply the willpower to not swear at this person. I just lose it. And then sometimes I have to remind them, like, if you're in, when you're in that moment, your body is responding to a stressor. And yet, mm-hmm. it makes us do bad decisions. So mm-hmm. willpower is helpful here. It's a, it's, it is also not just in your mind. It also has elements in your body as well. Okay, so that's something I didn't know that you could correlate stress to willpower. And when you're stressed, you would have uh, essentially decrease of your uh, willpower. So are there any basic tips that you could give us so that we could be less stressed and uh, have uh, a lot more willpower? Yeah, uh, there's lots of things that we have to remember that when you are stressed out, when you've had a long day, your willpower is less strong because you've been spending that willpower getting stuff done all day. Whether mm-hmm. it's I was able to cook for the family, I was at work, I got to wash the dishes, etc. That's you spending willpower. What more for doing things that you know are good for you? Like I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to not eat the cake. I am going to um, you know, choose to commute instead of driving so I can save some gas. Stuff like that. Is you uh, these are moments where you are using up some of that energy, but over time your body is not going to be as like tip-top shape because it's spending that energy for the productive or the effective things that you want. And so mm-hmm. by the end of your day, you might not have as much willpower, and that's okay. So I have to like part of that is first is like to remember that you need to refuel this willpower. It's a resource that you need to replenish so some people do that they say like get some good sleep um, meditate pray whatever it is that helps you feel like you are no longer running on empty this will help you be able to uh, activate your willpower better i also tell people like when you try to rest or when you try to exercise actually exercise is a part of rest for some people i tell people different stress needs different rest if you're if your day is spent looking at a computer screen working from home, watching Netflix on the same computer screen is not restful. It's just more computer screens. So rest your eyes, lie down. Maybe that's a better rest version for you. Or, you know, you're sitting down, go exercise. Get, walk the dog. Do something that, is, um, that mixes up your, your day. Uh, that way, when you go about the rest of your day and you're able to tackle some of your stuff you have more willpower to spare that's true and i guess in a way it helps us understand also how we should strategize in terms of Mm -hmm. i guess like how we want to go about our new year's resolutions if for example the goal is to do certain certain things that are that take a lot of energy from us because we're not used to it yet or we don't fully enjoy it yet then maybe having it earlier in the day when you still have the energy 
could help. Yes. Mm. I also like to think of like, you can look at it partly like a mindfulness exercise. Like notice what it is that you you do spend your willpower on. Are you struggling with a thing? And is it not bearing fruit for you? Are you, would it, are you better served exerting that energy somewhere else? So, for example, Dr. McGonagall likes to talk about, say, a, a willpower exercise. The idea of, like, uh, picking something that, you, that is important to you. Like, a, one thing that you will do, that your I will, this is my I will thing. I will go to the gym. Or, like, I will not do. Um, or the I won't. The I won't eat junk food um, every day. And then part of the goal is that you need to be able to tr- keep track of how well you're sticking to this, this, these two like challenges or these two exercises. So let's say you go out one day, you go like, I will not, I will go to the gym. Okay, so I'm gonna see, am I able to do it? How often am I doing it in a week? How many times did I give in to the I won't? Did I actually order junk food? On have it delivered to me. It's too convenient. I'm gonna eat. I don't want to cook. Then did I give in to that? And you go like, I, if I'm not mindful of these things, I'm not gonna notice that. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm sticking to my diet. And then next to you, you realize where's where does all this garbage come from? Why are there so many plastic bags of oh right? And then and then and you don't want that, right? So that idea of like. To be able to track it like okay this day i went how how many times did i go to the gym okay okay this month i did it this times or this this week i'm going to be able to notice the decisions i make related to the challenge that i set for myself mm-hmm. now if you can catch yourself early in the process like you notice your thoughts or your feelings about like hey i'm i'm not sticking to my diet something's not working then you have to be able to maybe change something about it what are the skills that you still need to work on? Is it self-control? Is it focus? Can I uh, work on it myself? Do I need help to help me work on it? There's nothing wrong with asking for help. So you, know, you need help, you can go for it. And there's also something like being able to, like, um, I guess in, if we now shift the mind view to make it more of a cognitive behavioral approach where we will create rewards and punishments for yourself to do a certain kind of behavior then Mm -hmm. you can also totally do that it allows you to streamline some of your process and then give yourself something that incentivizes you actually speaking of the reward system no i started doing this thing where i would reward myself with 30 minutes of harry potter audiobook as long as i walk 30 minutes a day so actually i would do it sabay so it means that if I decide to not walk, I don't get to listen to the next chapter of Harry Potter um, and vice versa. If I walk, I finally get to know what happens next. So it kind of works for me, actually. All right. This is like a very simple challenge, all because I, I think of, I like to think of it like there's a hump on the road or like there's inertia that keeps you from making this boulder <laughs> of this challenge in your mind from rolling along more smoothly and it's like you just need like this little thing so yeah that's 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 the whole that's the kind of thing and ultimately i i like to tell people like you get to own the benefits of your success so mm-hmm. getting to do it it's like this i didn't make that happen you did and mm-hmm. you want to be able to, to hold on to that mm-hmm. 
Um, I have a question. So there's like, parang a lot of times people talk about remembering your why when you're trying to yeah, achieve right. something. But then let's say we have something like short-term gratification of being able to have something else instead and we forget to remember that long-term why. What would you say we can do to help avoid that? Well, in the moment, it's easy to forget the why. Like we see, we are tempted by something and it's like, I want this now. Sometimes we don't think we'll have opportunities again. It's easier to think like, I will miss out if I don't go with my friends. I will miss out if I don't try this now. Or like, this is just a one-time thing. And then I just want to see what it's like. And then what happens is that you, you, you don't, it doesn't become a one-time thing. It becomes like a habit. We have to remind ourselves that why. Remind ourselves like, what is the version of me that sticks to this why? Will I like that version of me more? The other thing I tell people is like, remember that the feeling that you have that craves this, it's a feeling that is temporary. It doesn't live inside you. It's a visitor to you. It's going to leave. And then you're the one that prevails. You're the one that persists. You're the permanent figure here, not your feelings. So, so it's good to be more aware of what those feelings are inside you. Because you're the boss, not your feelings. Do you have any last words to say to our listeners, Ra? No, not on the top of my head. I think I just hope that whatever endeavor that they choose, it's okay if it didn't work out. It's all right. And, you know, people can falter with the things that they're motivated in, but that doesn't take away the effort that they did. It's, I honor that effort. The effort is more important than the results sometimes. This is one of those times. Mm-hmm. It maybe didn't work out now, then you just have to try a little harder. And then it's okay. And mm-hmm. maybe the trying hard isn't what's working, then we try smarter. Let's find a different strategy. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that we yeah, that's the kind of stuff we do here. We're 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 counselors, we're therapists. We try to help people figure that smarter solution for themselves. Mm-mm. Thank you. So we actually can find Raf or Mr. Jose Rafael Duval Santos on Mindcare Club. He's one among many of the psychologists and counselors there, trained to help you become a better version of yourself. Um, and they can really help you set goals, um, find some possible roadblocks, and get you through that journey that you're in for. So if you've found that over the years, it's been hard for you to follow through with your plans and would really like to have some guidance, Um, check out mindcareclub.org to book an appointment with any of our first-step providers. And we actually also cater to other mental health concerns as well. As always, this podcast is not a substitute for any mental health consultation and only serves to spread awareness. And um, in this instance, I hope it truly did spread awareness when it comes to willpower and grit to keep us going and motivated uh, all throughout the year. It's just uh, January towards uh, the end of uh, January and uh, there's still 11 months to go. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to like and share this video and follow us on our Spotify account at MindCare Podcast. Join us again next time as we continue to help lessen sadness in the world one podcast at a time. Thank you very much, uh, Raf. Thank you so much. Thank you too for having me. Thank you to everyone listening. Bye-bye.